Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now your host, me, Shane Lakita. Good morning, folks. If it's morning, I hope that your morning is going great, and I'm hoping that your day is going to be amazing. If it's evening when you're listening to this podcast, I'm hoping that your day is already gone outstanding and amazing, and your evening is going to be even better with some good eating, good family time, and whatever else. And if it's in the middle of the day, I'm hoping that you're productive today, and I'm hoping that you're accomplishing all the goals that you set yourself out to be able to do. I'm really hoping that that's all going to come to fruition for you and you guys can really achieve great things. So for those that don't know what Coffee Talk is all about, let me go and give you a little bit of a snapshot real quick before we get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. This is a podcast of me. I'm a guy. I started off at around 370 pounds, have whittled my way down to about 110 pound loss total. And now I'm at about 300 or so, about 70 pounds down total in my journey so far. But here I am. I'm talking to you on a microphone on the internet that you're listening to me on a podcast where I'm sharing my story. I share my insights. I share my struggles, my strengths, my weaknesses, my abilities, my celebrations, and my pain and suffering at times. So we're here together, and that's really the main concept of why we're doing this all together. I'm here for you. You guys are definitely 1,000% here for me, but that's really what this podcast is all about. It's about being healthy mentally and also physically and being able to push forward and continue to achieve all the goals and aspirations that you set yourself out to be able to accomplish in life with a positive attitude, a can-do attitude, and for us to do it together where we can lift each other up and then also hold each other accountable as we move forward. So that's really the snapshot of where we're at with Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, and I thank all of you for downloading and listening to it in those ears of yours. Whatever you're doing right now, you're listening to me at the same time, and that's humbling and amazing and awesome at the same exact time. If you want to become a patron of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 and be able to donate to the show if you're a longtime listener, if you're a loyal customer of somebody of the podcast, you can give back to the podcast by going to www.patreon.com slash liquid coffee talk. And you can go and log in right there and be able to donate. You can be able to go through a monthly installment to be able to give to the podcast for me to be able to step outside of my comfort zone do things like buy new equipment, get subscription services, rent spaces, do all kinds of stuff to be able to continue to elevate this podcast to be better for you to be successful and for me to be successful together, okay? So thank you so much for all the listeners that are listening to it right now. And thank you for those that have shared it with other people that might need a little bit of a boost in their life, might need a little bit of a a lift to pick me up whenever they're feeling down in the dumps or not feeling like they are achieving all the maximum potential that they could be achieving through the health journey and through life in general. So I appreciate every single one of you. And now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes. This podcast is going to be filled with all kinds of stuff coming up, but we're going to get started here in just uh, right about now.
Okay, so that's my little break. It's almost like one of those little segments where you can kind of take a breather. That was the intro. That was all that stuff. And now we're going to get right into all of the meat and potatoes of Shane, Liquid Shano, and what I'm trying to bring to the table. So I had a lot on my mind today, guys. All right, so there's three different things that I wanted to go over with you. And I wanted to chat with you because they are changes in my life. they are changes in my mentality. they are changes in the way that I think. But I think that they're really important ones to discuss because we can all learn a little bit from it and we can all continue to push ourselves and achieve great things moving forward just based on some of the specific changes that I made. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is taking some chances. So as you all know, this podcast thing just really started from me blogging and coffee talk and on social media, talking about my thoughts, talking about where I'm at with my journey, my struggles, what I might have had with certain foods that I was eating or how I was feeling on certain days or just being a parent and trying to struggle day by day to be able to afford to be able to put food on my, my, my table of my family and then also be a great dad or a great husband, all those different things. My blogging was my, my therapy. And so I would go on just about every day and I would on social media and I would go on and I would write down my thoughts, where I was at with everything, how I felt about everything. And that kind of was a really important piece to my journey towards losing all the weight that I was losing and I was pushing the right direction because every day I was able to get in the right frame of mind and I was able to think about things in a different light, a positive light versus the negative light that I normally would be able to get into in this journey when we're not feeling good about ourselves, we're feeling kind of down in the dumps and all those things. So here we are after all the blogging happened and the podcast started. Now the podcast was me being told by somebody that, hey, listen, you got a great voice, you got a great message, go out, you know, you should really think about getting into podcasting or radio. Now, radio is something I've always wanted to do. I wanted to get into sports broadcasting, to be honest with you, to talk about baseball, basketball, football, all those things or whatever, and just really get into maybe some talk radio and those kind of things. But it's a really tough industry to get into, and it's really tough to be able to make your mark in those kind of things. So I kind of shied away from it, although I was told by many that I should. But then when podcasting came around in my in my world and I was talking about my health journey, I had been proposed to by somebody that they said, hey, listen, you know, you should probably think about trying to be able to do this. So I said, okay, I went down to the guitar center and I picked up a AKG microphone and a mixer and put it all on my Apple computer at home. And I just started talking to the microphone and started off as just this thing that I was just journaling through audio and I was taking chances. I took a chance. I went out and spent good money on a microphone, good money on a mixer, put some good dollars into the functions or the fundamentals of this podcast, and I just started going with it and started to use it as my own audio therapy with you guys every day that was out there. So I did it for a personal intention where I wanted to be successful and be able to move forward, but I also did it because I wanted to help others. And I wanted to be able to reach out to others. And I knew that if I didn't take chances on myself and put myself out there, be uncomfortable, and do all the things that my body tells me I shouldn't be doing, those are the kind of chances that I needed to take to be able to be successful. So on top of all of that, as we've gone through 146 so or so episodes, as we're moving through with the podcast, and I'm starting to get a little bit more of a following, I'm starting to get a little bit more people that are interacting and commenting and downloading, and we just hit over 100,000 downloads, and we've got almost a million hits on the feed itself, all kinds of great stuff's going on, but it would have never been this way if it wasn't for me taking chances. And so yesterday, I actually went to a local podcasting studio called the Portland Pod, run by a a gentleman named Tanner. 
And he had reached out and said if anybody wanted to come on here to be able to do a 15-minute spot for a local radio station to be able to talk about your podcast. So I volunteered. I stepped out of my comfort zone. I went to go, instead of in the confines of my nice little peaceful office that I'm sitting in right now talking to you guys, I went into a studio where I have these big microphones in front of my face. And you can hear yourself in your ears. You can hear every little noise. You're having a conversation. You don't know how it's going to go with an interview with another person. But I took a chance. And I went over there and I said, I got to get uncomfortable. I'm going to go do it. And I did it. And I sat down and it went great. We talked a lot about the journey that I'm on. We talked a lot about the podcast. We talked a lot about the closed group of No Finish Line Nation. We talked about a lot of stuff that really matters in my life to you guys, to me, to everything that we're trying to be able to do so. But it was just great because I wouldn't have been able to put myself out there if I didn't take a chance. So the question that I have for you are, are you taking chances to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in life? Are you stepping out of your comfort zone to go and do the things that your body's telling you not to do or your mind is telling you not to do or that your mind is doubting you or telling you, yeah, you can't be successful in that space. You can't be somebody that's going to be able to do that because you're going to fail or you're going to fall or you're going to make a mistake. After we got done the interview with the Portland pod, we sat down and here I was having a conversation with him. And I said, oh, I made a little bit of a mistake here and there. And he said, you wouldn't be, you would not have been able to tell that you made any kind of mistakes. You felt natural. You were right there. We were having a great conversation, good dialogue. I, I might edit a little bit here and there just to be able to make it radio worthy and sound worthy of, the, of that aspect of it. But your story is great. Your vision was great. And you were able to really articulate those words to be able to put those out there for people to hear. Now, of course, that felt good. But I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't take a chance. I didn't get uncomfortable. Just like on the day before, I think I shared with you guys, I went to a meetup. Now, a meetup is basically a bunch of people that are part of No Finish Line Nation or any other kind of like social media group or whatever it is. But what they do is that across the country, they put out a message to everybody saying, hey, we're going to meet up at this restaurant or meet up at this place. We're going to go and do some things in the desert. We're going to go do some relay races and some different things like that. And they put it out there to the community of the 43,000 people strong of No Finish Line Nation. And people partake in that and they show up and they go to these different events and they want to meet each other and they want to give hugs and they want to lift each other up and support each other and just feel like it's part of a family of a group of some sort. So this weekend we had an event or a meetup down in Massachusetts, Beverly Mass at Acapulco's restaurant. So it was run by a couple of the NFLN or No Finish Line Nation members. And there was about, I think if I'm not mistaken, nine or 10 of us there and I sat in the parking lot and I was wondering to myself, man, you know, uh, here I am walking into, I'm an admin of this page and I'm going to walk into an event. I'm going to walk into this meetup, not really knowing what to expect. Now, listen, I've thrown, we, we've thrown a party in Boston. We've had different events that we've actually done. We've visited different centers to be able to just have conversations with and dialogue with and all those things. But why was I nervous about it? I, I'm not sure, but that was my brain telling me, you probably shouldn't do this. What are you doing? What, what, why are you going to step in here? But instead, you take chances. You step out of your comfort zone. You go do great things. You got to do it. You have to take chances. You have to step out of your comfort zone of whatever you're trying to be able to accomplish. Because if your body and your mind are telling you not to do something, whether that is a smart decision or not, like jumping off of cliffs or out of airplanes or whatever your own personal perception of that is, at the end of the day, 
your your mind is telling you not to do something because it's scared or it's uncomfortable or it's literally trying to be protective of where you're at and how you're going to feel afterwards. But if you don't step out there, you're never going to accomplish some of the things that you really want to accomplish in life. So take chances. That's my first part of this podcast because there's two experiences in two days that I took chances and stepped out of my comfort zone to do and I feel amazing after I did them. Pretty outstanding. Okay, so that that is a great segue into my second part of this podcast. Remember, I said there was three. So the second part of the podcast is making changes, taking chances and making changes. So taking chances is one thing. Making changes is another. One of the things that my wife and I did is we watched Netflix and we watched some shows on Netflix. And one of the things that we did last weekend was watch a documentary called What the Health on Netflix. Now, if you haven't had a chance to see it, It's a documentary on the food packing industry, on some of the big companies and big conglomerates that are lining the pockets of some of the other industries that that basically tell you these are healthy to eat, those things are healthy to eat, but there's studies that show that they're not that healthy to eat. I'm not going to get into all the details of that because there's so many opinions about those types of things and those types of documentaries, knowing that when I went into the documentary documentary to watch it, it was a one-sided affair, right? It was one person's view based on the fact that this is how they felt about something and was based on some scientific studies, but those scientific studies, as we all know, can be skewed also. But it was okay because I think it was what we needed. My wife and I sat there and watched this this documentary, and when we got done, we looked at each other and said, well, I need change anyway. Because I'm eating a lot of things that are processed. I'm eating a lot of fake things, a lot of fake sugars, a lot of fake processed stuff and, and and different things like that. So I know I needed to make some changes in my eating habits and my lifestyle to make sure that I can eat somewhat more of an organic or healthy type of lifestyle. So my wife and I decided to make a pretty big change and we decided we're going to go more towards a vegetarian type of diet. No meats, no fish, cheese, no eggs. It's like a vegan type of diet. But we decided we wanted to do it because we wanted to see how it was going to make us feel. We were going to give it a trial basis of like 60 days to be able to try it out. Now, I was thinking to myself, I'm a meat eater. I like steaks. I like burgers. I like those kind of things. And then I was thinking to myself, what's going to happen to me a week into this? And how am I going to feel? What am I going to feel like when I'm sitting there trying to think to myself, I'm watching a commercial for Lone Star Steakhouse, or I see a a Burger King commercial come across after I haven't had it for a week. And so I knew that this was risky and I knew this was scary, but it was something that I knew that I wanted to do. And I know that my wife and I have done it together and we wanted to be able to keep pushing forward. So now we are basically nine days into it and we feel great. We feel fantastic. I feel more energy. I feel cleaner in the brain. I feel like I'm sharper. I feel like I'm sleeping better. All those different medicinal benefits that come into play when you remove certain things in your diet. And even if it's healthy, lean meats, it's still meats for me, right? And so it's a concept. It's a it's an idea that I wanted to be able to put forward to change things around, to get uncomfortable, to see what that's going to do for me in my journey. Again, taking chances, getting uncomfortable, and moving forward with things that you're not that comfortable with. For me, eating meat has been a part of my life. It's been trained in patterns since I've been a little kid. Like literally, this is what we do. We eat steaks. We eat prime rib. We eat burgers. We eat all the things that are that are there. 
And so for me to make a change like this, I knew it was going to be monumental. Now, don't get me wrong. It's amazing that I have a, a beautiful, wonderful wife that supports me in every venture that I go to. And she was already trying to go down that road anyway. She's a runner. She runs half marathons. She's training for a full marathon. She's a champion and a rock star. If you don't know her, Crystal Lakita is amazing. But here's the thing. She wanted to go that direction, but she knew that she really couldn't do it full force without my support and where I was at with it because when one person in the family does it and the rest of the family eats meats or those kind of things, it's tough to cook three different meals, all the different things that you're trying to do. Everybody, all of us know that. If you have two partners that are in the same boat with each other, it makes things so much easier. So for her... She was able to cook dinners this whole last week, all vegetarian types of dishes, a corn chowder, some peppers and onions. She cooked a tofu scramble breakfast. Now, I know it sounds gross to those that don't like tofu, but a tofu scramble breakfast that she crumbled up into little pieces, added a little bit of turmeric and some other things in there to be able to give it a certain color and a certain texture and a flavor. And then she also added some peppers, some onions, some mushrooms, scrambled them all together and put them over the top of some whole wheat toast. And it was amazing. And I was filled up and it was awesome, but I'm taking chances. I'm getting uncomfortable. And I'm going out there to put myself out there. That's the second part of this podcast. Okay. They go right hand in hand with each other. You take chances, you get uncomfortable, you keep moving forward because you got to be able to challenge your thought process of where you're at. Take a look at what you're doing. If you're just going through the motions right now and you're just checking off the list to be able to do whatever you have to do. Are you really going to achieve a lot of the things that you're trying to accomplish in your life? Are you really going to achieve the great things that you know you're capable of achieving just by going through and checking off the boxes and not challenging your thought process, not challenging your your mindset, not challenging the status quo? Are you really going to achieve those things? Probably not. You're probably going to be disappointed by the results of where you're at with it because you're not challenging yourself to just be the best version of who you are. Even if it's scary and even if it's uncomfortable and even if you're thinking to yourself, I could, I would never do this. What, what am I doing? What am I thinking? Even if all those thoughts are going through your mind, don't sweat it. Keep pushing forward. Challenge yourself. Step outside of your comfort zone. Do things you never thought you would do and you will be amazed at the feeling afterwards. The euphoric feeling that you feel after you do these things is just mind-blowing. Because then you get this high of, wow, I did that. That was amazing. I I accomplished that. I experienced that. That's mine. I own that. And those are pretty powerful things when you think about it in this journey. Okay? That's the second part. And lo and behold, here's the third part. So this morning, I posted on Coffee Talk where I blogged it out and I put it on different social media. My post was basically an image. And on the image, it says, healthy is an outfit that looks different on every body. I wanted to talk a little bit about this because a lot of our issues, a lot of things when you're a food addict or you're a person that is struggling with weight or struggling with self-esteem or those types of things all start from there are these quantifiable things that we put into place in our lives that make us crazy when we think about it. There's two things that I can think of that make me more crazy than anything else in my life. One of them is that little box that you have on the floor in the bathroom or wherever you have your scale and the little thing that has those little evil numbers that are thrown up there. And on some days when I'm up by two pounds or I'm down by two pounds, it has a direct correlation to how I'm feeling throughout the whole entire day. If I weigh myself in the morning and I'm up two pounds, I feel like crap. I can feel it. I can see it in my brain. I can literally see my whole mannerism just fall down to be in the fact of 
man, I did some work this week. I didn't think it was going to be a two-pound increase. Oh, I must have had a lot of sodium. Why did I do that? Why did I eat those Reese's cups or whatever else? We, we go through all these different these mind screws that we go through, right? And so that's the first part. First part is that's a, a quantifiable measure that's in place that a lot of people use, and it's an unhealthy use of measurement sometimes. It's not just a data point for most. It's an emotional tie to that little box that's sitting in your bathroom. So first of all, we got to break that tie. We have to literally use that as a data point instead of using it as an emotional baggage creator, as a moment where you sit back and you use it to be able to run your life. You can't do it. The scale is not a human being. The scale is not an emotional creator. It's not anything. It's just a data point. It's a metal box that has a little spinny thing on it or some numbers that float around on it. That's it. Don't don't let it be the catapult or the 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 tool that's going to break you down and cause you to be in pain and suffering because it doesn't read the way you want it to. Use it as data. That's it. Just data. And the second piece is the mirror. When you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you look at your hair and your hair's off center, you're not really feeling it. You're feeling frizzy. You can't get your hair under control. So you feel kind of out there. Or your makeup isn't on point. And you're like thinking to yourself, man, I can't do this. Or you're looking at yourself in the mirror. You see the fat roll on the, on the backside. Or you're not, your bat wings are flopping around. Or you're not looking at yourself going, man, you know, I could be so much better and I could be so much different. And what your vision of what healthy is, is different than what healthy is. <laughs> so when you look in the mirror, and you look at yourself, do you compare yourself to athletes? Do you compare yourself to people on Instagram or any of the social media platforms that have six-pack abs that are doing these crazy workouts for 17 hours a day? Do you compare yourself to models in a magazine or the ones you see on TV that look phenomenal and great and you're like, that is the epitome of health? When if you were to take that person and possibly crack them open, and look at the insides of where they're at with everything, you may not see as healthy of a vision than what you might think by the external things that you see. So when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, stop com- one, stop comparing yourself to other people. The second thing you need to do is celebrate in who you are. Celebrate what you're doing, okay? If you're on day two of this, this adventure that you put yourself on with weight loss and health and all that stuff, day two, guess what? Two days ago, you were in worse shape than what you are today, and you're healthier than what you were two days ago. Two days, yes, I said it. You're drinking more water, you're eating some healthier foods, you're getting a little bit more exercise. It may not be where you want it to be, but you are moving forward and becoming a healthier person. If you are somebody that got to a really good point wherever you were at, and then you fell off the wagon and you started gaining some weight back, and maybe you put on like 12, 13, 14 pounds, or 20 pounds, or 40 pounds, and you're you're just now getting back on the wagon, you're feeling down about yourself, you're looking at yourself in the mirror again and using it as an emotional baggage creator, and you're looking at yourself going, I'm not where I wanted to be. I was once in one spot. Now I'm not there. What's going on with me? I'm a failure. I'm dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling very good about myself and all those things. We got to change those mentalities, those mindsets. 
If you're two days in, you're two days healthier than what you were two days ago. If you're back on the wagon, then good for you because imagine where you would have been if you never lost the original weight in the first place. And then, yeah, okay, so you might have put some weight back on, but guess what? You're moving forward. You know what to do. You're in the right mindset and you're healthier this minute than you were a minute ago because you are moving forward with healthier practices and healthier procedures that you're putting into place. And if you're a lifetimer, if you're somebody that's been doing this for 20 years and you've maintained throughout that whole entire time, you struggle too. You have those moments where you're looking at yourself going, man, I just don't feel like, I I feel like I should be so much better than what I am right now. I've been doing this for 20 some odd years. I should be at a place where I feel amazing when I look in the mirror, but I don't. I'm having a bad day. I'm not having one of the good days. One of the days where you can look at yourself and go, man, you know, I'm proud of myself. How often do you say you're proud of yourself? Do you? I, I, I can almost guarantee. I know. I'm, now, remember, I'm speaking from my own personal view here, my lens. You're looking through the eyes of Shane Lakita. You're looking through my lens of what I see and what I do. And I don't tell myself I'm proud of myself enough. I just opened this whole podcast with the fact that I took chances. I stepped out there. I did a new podcast. I went into meetups. I went into different areas, got uncomfortable, stepped out of my comfort zone and all that stuff. And I talked about all that stuff. But once did I ever say to myself, I'm damn proud of you and the work that you put into it. I almost treat it like it's a product of just doing it and hopefully something sticks. And then we could celebrate afterwards to go, oh, cool, it's stuck. But never really looking at myself, I'm proud of you for going and buying that microphone. I'm proud of you for stepping out of your comfort zone and getting that mixer and putting it on your desk and just stepping out there and talking into a microphone to however many people you could talk to just to talk about the journey in general. Not often do I say, I'm proud of you, Shane. And we should say it all the time. If you're two days into your journey, be proud of the fact that you're two days into your journey. If you're seven months into your journey and you've gained some of your weight back or all of your weight back, be proud of the fact that you're cognizant of that and you're aware of that and you're pushing forward and you're putting something in place to be able to fix that situation and keep moving forward and use what you already know. Be proud of who you are. And if you're 20 years into it and you're a lifetimer and you've gone long time to be able to show how maintenance can really work and how you can continue to maintain a lifestyle that's healthy and keep pushing forward, you should be super proud of who you are. We all need to stop selling ourselves short. Healthy looks different to different people. But when you look inside and you look at what the changes that you've made in your life and look at all the things that you're doing to be able to push forward and be great and change your life for the better, that's healthy. That is truly healthy. You can work out 24 hours a day. You can do all kinds of stuff and 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 have the tip-top amazing body that you have that you can put Instagram posts and put filters on and make it look great and all that stuff. And we can look at it and we can admire and go, wow, that's crazy, man. You, you're really talented. You really got a great physique you got going on there. You work really hard. And, and I'm not belittling any work that anybody does that to be able to put that into it. But a lot of these people, if you really talk to the root cause and you get into the brain work of where they're at, ask them how they really feel. And I'll bet you a lot of it They mask the external stuff for a lot of the internal stuff. Are they really proud of who they are? Do they really feel good about what they're looking at in the mirror? Are they really proud of the things that they've accomplished? Likes and follows are one thing. A full, rich life is another. And those are things that you got to look at when we're in this journey together. So those are three different areas to look at. That I I told you, I, 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 I warned you, I warned you that I had a lot on my brain. 
<laughs> so taking chances, stepping out of your comfort zone, making changes that are uncomfortable, making changes that you you might want to mix it up a little bit if your body's getting used to certain things, like I with the vegetarian type of diet and those kind of things. And then lastly, working on your internal health versus just always fixating on what the external pounds are, what the external looks are, what you look like in the mirror or on the scale. Instead, how you're feeling inside and being proud of the accomplishments that you have put together. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms at Liquid Shano 1973. And if you could do us a favor, pop on over to iTunes and show us some love and leave some feedback there for us. Talk later. <laughs>